Hello, Stitchers. Welcome to Stitch Please, the official podcast of Black Women Stitch, the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. I'm your host, Lisa Woolfork. I'm a fourth-generation sewing enthusiast with more than 20 years of sewing experience. I am looking forward to today's conversation, so sit back, relax, and get ready to get your stitch together. Welcome back, everybody. We are in the second part of our very first two-part episode. The series is called Sis, I See You. Um, We had our first episode last week, and we talked about just building community and finding space for Black women to be ourselves, to be in community with each other, and all of the benefits that come with that in terms of our spirit as a way to kind of correct and repair some of the harm that we face in the larger world. Uh, This part um, is going to continue with talking about the sewing retreats that I've hosted and the community that we've built within and beyond those events. So here we go. One more thing I wanted to mention before we get started. This was a recorded Zoom call. And so because of that, it has um, a bit of some sound quality issues, um, some things that I'm not technically skilled enough to correct. So we're just going to go with it and the organic nature of this episode. I also have to say that I noticed when I know that many people don't like the sound of their own voice, um, but I was listening to um, the episode from last week and then re-listening to this one. And I guess I get very pitchy when I'm excited because I was listening to myself and I was like, oh my goodness, is this how I sound all the time? And I just, I just chalked it up to this is how I sound when I'm excited and happy. So I'm sure this is how I sound when I'm with my family and my sisters. And this is how I sound when I'm with these wonderful uh, ladies from Black Women's Stitch. So just a bit of explanation about the sound quality, not an apology, just some information. And here we go. Thanks for listening. It was, it was, it was, it was great. great And she thinks about whole time. She thinks that whole time. The day before Beach Week, her and I. Shauna's talking about when she and I went to Ikea the day before Beach Week. Everybody like those? We'll get 10 of those. We'll get 10 of these. We'll get 10 of those. And then even when we were at Beach Week, at one point we found a Kmart. Oh, we did go to Kmart. We found a Kmart. And I was so excited. This was like the last Amazing. Where did this Kmart come from? Who's seen a Kmart in a long time? Somebody went to Kmart at Beach Week? Yes, actual Kmart. <laughs> exactly. And even then, we're in Kmart. What was I doing? I know I wasn't drunk. I wasn't even drinking at Beach Week. <laughs> we don't know. Kmart's but still open? Kmart, just that one, probably. Just the one. We went to one. Went to the Kmart. We Why did you go there? Why? What was so compelling about it? Because I knew it was there. Have you, what did you, if you drove by a Kmart, would you not go in? Correct. I would not go in. <laughs> I can't think of one reason. <laughs> our Kmart closed, and we were, we were going somewhere. But were we going to a, We were going somewhere for some reason, and then we drove by and had seen the Kmart. Isn't that right? Or were we, we were. I forgot why we got on this path to the Kmart. Well, we had all seen it drive in, and then we were just like. We gotta go back because it's the last Kmart in America, so we should yeah. probably go back. And, it's, and it was going out of business. Research. It was for historical purposes. We had to go to the Kmart because it was the last Kmart in America. So there is not a single march that requires that type of documentation. <laughs> no, not a single march. As a student of popular history, I would, I was, I felt the need to go in there and see what they had. I'm not buying the scholarly reason. Nope. <laughs> It's going to be a no for me, bro. It's going to be a no for me, dog. However, however, once we got into the Kmart, Lisa was still in her, oh, look, 
we should get everybody one of these or we should get everybody some of these. And, and it was, I mean, she was just always in that mindset of thinking about us and making sure that we had it and making us feel seen. It was just always constant with her. And I Instructing and I, us to be surprised because uh, <laughs> we had to be surprised. <laughs> Right, because we knew about the gifts. And yes. So we had to be surprised when we got the gifts too. <laughs> Act surprised when you get your little kite tomorrow. <laughs> I will say one of the things I appreciate about, about, well, if we're talking about Beach Week in particular, then I'll keep it there. Um, but the group overall is how attentive, is how attentive the group is to our individual balance, because there are so many voices who have, who have, who have said, you know, Lisa has been so thoughtful and Lisa, you know, and Lisa is constantly thinking. And while it is true that Lisa is the head deaconess of the doing too much ministry, that is also, that is also laborious, (laughs) right? It's a lot of work. And I have seen a number of people and different people at different times and different settings you know, sort of pull her aside and be like, okay, you go somewhere and sit down. Or when was the last time you ate? Or <laughs> no, we don't actually need 10 of those. Or, <laughs> or yes, this is actually a march that we can bypass. We don't need to go into this march um, to get anything for, you know, for the group. And, and I think that, that that caretaking is, is really important. Like it's it's easy to sit back and have somebody do for you, do for you, do for you, particularly when when or just to personalize it, particularly when I'm feeling parched for having for being cared for, right? It's it's easy for me to lean into to to that care because it feels so yummy and delicious. Like who doesn't want that? Um, but being in a space where where that care is, I'm going to go back to, I guess this is my word of the night, that where that care is normalized for everybody so that there is, there is equity. Um, there is an equity of care that, that shows up in a, in a really positive way. I want to echo that. I think, again, for me, the best buzzword, especially over the last week or so, uh, I've been reflecting a lot about, um, what it means to be in community with others. And I think all of us in our lives and the things that we do, we're usually the people picking up the slack for other people. Yeah. And what I appreciate, one is the intentionality, the thoughtfulness that um, Lisa showed in putting this all together. And then what I also see is the reciprocity uh, among the group. And so uh, somebody is down this day, everybody else picks up the slack. Mm-hmm. And somebody like me, for instance, had to disappear because stuff goes on in life and folks check on you, make sure you're still breathing, tell you to come back when you're ready. And um, for me, that's really important, especially right now when um, I just see so many egregious examples of people who don't know how to be in community with other people and kind of objectify you and commodify you and use you to try to make themselves feel better because they don't know how to be in community. And they've decided recently that they wanna see you and you're supposed to be excited that somehow they've adjusted their vision, at least temporarily, to see you. And so for me, what I appreciate, I mean, outside of my family and my sister circle, and now I have this circle, which is another sister circle, um, it helps me to fend off those other people who um, at this point want to pick my brain or peck me to death uh, because they want to feel better that they haven't done the work that they were supposed to do. And like I said, so now, at least in this moment, while it's trending and it's a hashtag, um, they want to see you. Uh, And as one of our sisters here said, miss me with that, seriously. And I feel like even more, I'm even more determined I mean, I was cleaning up my social media today, um, and I will have more to say later. I'm still processing and prioritizing myself uh, and my own care, 
But again, what I appreciate about this group, again, is the reciprocity. And that, as, as Jill was just saying, you know, leaning into that care, picking up the slack for each other, understanding, you know, we're going to be up and down, but that this is a space where people, you know, people have your back. Yeah. And I mean to get on a soapbox, but oh, today has been a trying day in just telling people to leave me the hell alone. Yes. Unless you're showing up with, you know, good and valid uh, intentions and you've done some work on your own, leave me alone. Yeah. Yes, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I feel like we get put upon so much and have so much extractive. And I think maybe that's why I kind of go a little overboard on like the gifts and the giving, because I just feel like we need, it's just, it's just, I don't know. That's just how I'm just a give. I like to give, I like gifts. I like, I was again, talking to my sister. I, I didn't, this was before I had known Dewan and Katrina. And I was like, um, so I have these ideas of things I want to give. And is it too much? Is that like, would I make it weird? And my sister's like, People love presents. Bitch, what are you talking about? Everybody loves presents. Give people presents. And I was like, yeah, I do like presents too. Yeah, I like presents. <laughs> like the gift fairy in the middle of the night. What's that? You like the gift fairy in the middle of the night. You know, get up. Oh man, she was at it again. I wonder what time she went to bed. <laughs> but it's also like part of that reciprocity and part of like how we, I don't know. I hate the phrase love on. Maybe it's because I do, at the end of the day, have a PhD in English and the idea of saying, I want to love on blank and love on that. And I'm like, what is that? It's kind of, it reminds me of a cat rubbing its butt on one of those cat rubber things that cats have, you know? <laughs> I'm going to love on you. And I'm like- I thought you were going to say like humping your leg or something, but I got it. Yep, <laughs> I got it. But also like that, that action is soothing for the cat. Like it feels good to the cat. Uh-uh. Like, Yes, uh, the, cat, uh -uh. the cat is soothed by mm. that action. Cats are not trustworthy. I don't, I don't trust <laughs> yeah, anything I, I, that they do. Are you not going to model my emotional wellness on a behavior of a cat? <laughs> I, I just don't know <laughs> that's right for me. <laughs> However, that doesn't change the fact that when the cat is rubbing its butt on the little cat tree thing, it feels good to the cat. They, like, <laughs> they are having a, a need met. In doing that. How did we devolve to cat butt? Like, I how did we know. get from but wherever we were where we to are. cat butt? Well, that's I where have we are. It's okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. I see you. My friend, Deborah, came to the hospital. Remember, I didn't get to attend physically the Stitch Please event. And she gave me my little lion because I was about to go crazy up in there. <laughs> and I knew then that I was going to be even though physically not there, around some amazing women. Y'all kept me informed with polos. Aisha was sending me polos. Everybody was sending me polos. I was so depressed in that hospital. So I, you know, when I was, yeah. And when Beach Week had an opening and I was going out of the country, I was like, Lisa, can I play half? <laughs> so I'm going to be there this time. And when I get back, I'm going to, Pay the other half and I'm going to be there. I didn't care if it was a tornado, hurricane. I was going to make it to Beach Week. I didn't care what kind of food we ate. I, I was going to eat whatever everybody else ate. <laughs> I was going to have a good time whether I sewed two stitches or no stitches. But y'all was so much fun. And I am so blessed to have met all of you. And had a good time ever since. <laughs> I know that's right. And Tony also can hook up some pretty amazing cocktails. Um, so we had some a whole a whole like battery of amazing drinks and food and deviled eggs and apple pies and all of the types of stuff. I mean, really. I mean, and yet I'm, more drinks. And yet more drinks. And, yeah, and they yeah. were enough that it comes through at least twice. Yes. Yes. Quite I feel good. like we had a pretty decent bar set up at Stitch Please. I know I know I didn't personally drink anything at Stitch Please. Did anybody actually ever have a drink at Stitch Please? I made a Quinora a terrible drink. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am, I am good at many things, and making drinks is not one of those things. At least it wasn't at the time. I'm glad I missed the terrible drink. But I, like I was having such a good time, I didn't like. I, I didn't feel like, oh, let me let me go get let me go bury my head in this drink. So I, if my mouth is full of drink, I don't have to say anything. I won't be able to. Like I was just having a good time, drink or not. Yeah. Well, I had um, rum shada in my coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rum shada. I, I, I discovered that I still talked in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. <laughs> oh, really hey, Lisa, I have a question. Yes. Are you at risk of people hearing all of this good timeness and reaching out to you? Are you prepared? How can I go? How can I go? I, I am happy to help people build projects that they want to build. I'm happy to give resources and help people if they want to create something. I'm, you know, you know me, Nikki, I, I really struggle with even calling Black Women Stitch um, a brand. Like some people, I'm like, I don't, you know, I say I hate capitalism, which I do, but I really also have a very good job that pays me enough money to do the things I want to do. And so for me to say to, I, I really have a lot, I benefit a lot from capitalism, even though I want to build something better and different. And, but I'm not imagining scaling this up. I know there's so many other folks who could benefit from this and could need this. If spots open up, I'm happy. And we talked a lot about how to expand, but I, I'm, it's not a growth industry. I'm not trying to have 40 people at the next event. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. That's not, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. And I, and I, and I feel bad about it. I do feel bad. We, get about it. It. we totally get it. Because yeah, I, why? I feel bad about what? I know if I was behind the curtain here in this conversation, I would be so like, I'm ready to go because we, I mean, we're talking about it and we're just sharing all these great experiences. I mean, you, you guys said- Nikki trying to start some shit. That's what it is. Oh. <laughs> Nikki's over here trying to start <laughs> some shit. Not, don't tell us where Nikki's coming from. I'm just, you know what? I, well, I think I in about back. five years, we still should have a, a Black Woman Stench cruise or some anniversary event, you know. <laughs> 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 Look at Tony. Tony actually started trying to start something. Who else but thought? I mean, to, to Nikki's point, if I was listening to this podcast right now and I wasn't a part of this group, I would be trying to figure out how to get yes. how to become a part of this group. I would be DMing Lisa going, hey, can I get the link to the Zoom on Tuesday? What, how, 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 do, how do I get in that? I mean, I would be trying to get in. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, Quinora, I know you had something you were trying to say earlier. Did you have something you wanted to add? I don't know. <laughs> so Look at her face. She's like, make sure that you were just to make sure you could say if you had anyone else have anything to add. And they're like, I think Kulara want to say something about how I tried to poison her with a terrible drink. Was that it? Were you gonna talk about that? How that, that's probably what it was, you know. That 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 was probably it. But um I did I'm want so to... glad I missed that. Huh? I'm so glad I missed that. <laughs> yeah, it was a horrible drink. <laughs> Like just <laughs> I, I will drink a lot of drinks, like but not that one. But not that one. That one was just no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not good at making drinks. I get it. Well, I'm uh, that was that was before quarantine. And now I am very good at making drinks. <laughs> <laughs> you are, we've seen you. I've had lots of practice. Apparently, somebody else in your house is also drinking your liquor with I, you. It's a hole in the bottle, I told you. Or maybe, like, the cap isn't on good and the stuff is evaporating. I don't see how I bought the largest bottle of Ciroc on Saturday. It is today, not Thursday. What is time? Who knows? No, that's not fair. That's not fair. Yeah. In the age of the corduroy, you can't really hold yourself to, to a timetable. I'd also like to say this we have established is a no judgment zone. 
Yes. Yes. Thank you, Dewan. Thank you, Dewan. No judgment in this group. No, no judgment. You probably feel no. that way. And it's just like, the uh-huh. only thing that I've ever seen us do is like hold each other account. Like, you're like, hey, is that your intention? Because this is what that kind of can come across as. And like, we're very, I noticed that every time someone says something in this group to someone else, even if they don't agree with them, it's not coming from, it comes from a place of such love. Like there's not this intention, like I'm trying to tear you down. It's absolutely opposite. It's like, I literally feel like the way my therapist talked to me, who's also a black woman, like a, like an auntie, just like, Hey, (laughs) cause I care about you. I want to make sure that you are doing what you intend to do do you intend to do this <laughs> that's how it's coming across you know and then you can check yourself like oh actually no that wasn't my plan you know and then jill because she's a serious advisor will be like okay well what was your plan let's get to the root of it <laughs> 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 what you trying to do we don't all have roles not everybody has a role but we have two people who have two very important and distinct roles. One is Jill. Jill is the spiritual advisor. And she has given me such wise- Who's the one who says the most curse words? I, I think that's what spiritual advisor means. <laughs> <laughs> I like my curse words. That I have used in so many contexts, even in my, with my own students. I remember advising a young student last year and she was overwhelmed by some racism that she was trying to manage and see through. And I said, you know, hon, I'm going to quote you something I learned from one of my respected spiritual advisors. And this is a spiritual advisor from my summon group. But I'm going to give you some advice. You are in your first semester of your first year of college. And I need you to learn this lesson and to take it with you as you proceed through your time at this university. Are you ready? I don't know if you want to take notes or not, but I just want to make sure you are ready. You ready? (laughs) Yes, ma'am, I'm ready. Fuck those people. (laughs) 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 We do not owe any of them anything. You are not there to represent the black experience. You are not there to represent the race. You are not there to um, make them feel better about themselves. You are here for your own growth and development. And if anybody else makes you feel anything less than, I want you to look and refer to your notes <laughs> so that you can remember that these people are not your priority, that you are your own priority. So that we is... Need a, we need a lapel pin that Yes, yes, that's right. Because I knew we should have pins. Does anybody have Jill on your shoulder every now and then when you're out and about doing your thing? Do you do this? Don't do this. I do do have Jill on my. I'm like, what would Jill do in this situation? (laughs) Don't do this. Knock it off. What would Jill do? Knock it all the way off. I don't want to dwell too much on this, but we did have someone who was not a great fit. And I kept asking myself, and then we talked about it in the Stitch Please Committee later, like, what would Jill have done if she was here? If she was witness to that which we have seen. And we were like, looking back, (laughs) my goodness, do I wish that had been this. Oh, man. How? how, Lisa, I don't know if you remember, but you turned to me at one point and you're like, Katrina, what would Jill do? I said, go say something. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. 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 Oh, nobody remembers that. Yes. Well, you weren't yeah. there for it. So that's why you weren't there. But man, you should have been. That was like, wow. Not. Yeah, man. We, yeah, you, did, you, you, did, yeah, you, you didn't deserve that. I tell you that much. You're listening to the second part of our first two-part episode called Sis, I See You. We're talking about the retreats and events and building community, and we'll talk more about that, including the roles, um, one other role to be 
discussed. Uh, We'll talk about that after the break. The Stitch Please podcast is really growing. We have recently hit 30,000 downloads. That is a huge deal for a small podcast that is totally independently funded and unsponsored and just a labor of love. Um, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and ask a favor. If you are listening to this podcast on a medium that allows you to rate it or review it, for example, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please do so. If you're enjoying the podcast, if you could drop me a five-star rating, if you um, have something to say about the podcast um, and you wanted to include that, a couple sentences in the review box of Apple makes a really big difference in how the podcast is evaluated by Apple, how it becomes more visible. It really is a way to kind of lean into the algorithm that helps to rank podcasts. Um, So if you had time to do that, to drop a little line in the review feature of the podcast, that would be really appreciated and it would help us to grow even further and faster. Welcome back to the second part of our two-part episode called Sis, I See You. We've been talking about community building, um, the sewing retreats, and just the way that we um, strive to support each other. And that conversation continues here. And then we have another person who has a role, another role, and that is Shauna as the Chief Executive Officer of Happy Hour. Yes! Kind of like she has this, like, I don't know if it's like some kind of like Batman telepathy. I don't know if she's what this is, however it works. Like she knows just the point in the day that we have all had a collective enough. Yeah. That's enough. Sit it down, pour yes. you the drink, and and live your life. And it's mainly because I've just had enough of that day. <laughs> and I need a drink. <laughs> and I don't want to drink alone. <laughs> It, it, it ha- whichever the reason is, there is faithful in her commitment. Faithful yes. in her commitment. Diligence with and integrity. Honestly, timely and timely. Consistent. Yes. All good things. All good things. Y'all. Lives have been saved. Lives have been saved. So many people have not been throat punched. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Many people. I mean, like, you know, there are people who are walking around now above the earth and the earth is not on top of them. Because yes. a, a happy hour was called at just the right time before you sent that email. Some people are still employed. Uh, That's true. Yes. They, um, I said, you know what? Let me not. And do this instead. Bail funds have not been called upon. No, we have not. Oh, we, do have one. we do indeed. The other thing that has been a blessing is like in those moments when you are just like, what the fuck? You can hop onto the polo and people see and hear your distress. Like just two days ago, I was in the middle of a Zoom and it had gone all the way to the left, like to like so far to the left it might have been to the right at that point and I popped onto the polo and I was like y'all I am in trouble right now and I said what I had to say and set the phone back down and went on pretending to be a part of my meeting and Jill called me much like Shauna like she called me and she was like you good? Like, you good? And the second sentence was, fuck them people. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yes. Right. Right. That's why we need bracelets. So you don't. I, yes. <laughs> fuck, them, fuck them people. And I didn't pay attention in the rest of the meeting. I was like, I was pissed. I was still pissed. But I wasn't, like, ready to quit my job pissed anymore. Because I knew somebody saw me and heard me in that moment. Like, 
we can't always all look at the polos at the same time. Like, it's a common thing to hear. I'm not caught up on the polos yet, so I'm going to go back and listen later. But I just had to say this. And you know that when you say it, somebody is going to hear you and somebody is going to pray for you. Somebody is going to think like be thinking about you, sending light out to you, or they're going to pick up the goddamn phone and call you yes. and make sure, like, what did, what did I do to deserve? Like, what in my life? Go ahead. What, what in my life did I do to deserve this community? I don't know. I'm nasty to people sometimes. I'm I'm quick-tempered. I'm impatient. Like I was telling Lisa last night, I there was a not insignificant portion of my life when I introduced myself this way. Hi, I'm Naomi and I like to talk about people. <laughs> that that was how I introduced myself to people. What did I do to deserve <laughs> this amazing group of women who let me be Naomi, who likes to talk about people, and like that's just who she is. Like I got a little bit of sense now. I don't introduce myself that way anymore. But like oh God. <laughs> She's still that that person is still in there. <laughs> like, you want to talk about people? Come sit next to, next me. to me. A good time will be had. But like I know I've done horrible things to people, like things that have hurt people. What did I do to deserve this this group of women in my life who are so gracious and graceful and kind and loving and everything everything like one of my girlfriends like my real life girlfriends just called me and I was like mm. <laughs> and then I thought about it for a second and I was like oh shit let me call this girl back because <laughs> like Naomi <laughs> but like oh everybody's being good on the recording y'all so, uh, so you cannot hear so many people you cannot see so we're not because we're just audio only on the podcast so you're not seeing people falling out uh cackling at naomi um but <laughs> yeah this has just been y'all are just amazing and i never in a million years would have thought this and i just feel like i spent so many years of my sewing life thinking that Sewing with the whites was um, that I had to basically trade off something. I had to trade off what I really thought, what I really felt. Um, I had to be willing to field all sorts of questions about, you know, being their resident expert Negro. I had to, it was just so much I was meant to, you know, to do like in exchange just for participating. And none of that is the truth. None of that is the truth. Um, and it was never the truth. It was just a choice that I had made and a story I had told myself. It wasn't the truth. Um, and when I decided to tell a different story or to try a different story, I got a totally different outcome. And this, I am just so grateful that, that this, I don't know, I'm just grateful. I am grateful to you all. I'm grateful for you all. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And I think for anybody who's looking to create a community like this, find a group that will allow you to just be yourself. If you can't get into that community and just be yourself, whatever yourself is, then that's not the community for you. So like Naomi talking about who she is, she can come to this group and just be that. And everybody in this group can come and just be themselves, whatever that self is. So if you can't create a group or you're not in a group that allows you to just be yourself, then that's probably not the group for you. Um, because that's what I feel I have here. Like, I don't have to be anything, anybody. I can just come and be myself and that's it. And so 
make sure you have that when you're when you're forming these communities and when you're looking for these communities. Make sure that that is a priority because it's exhausting trying to be something else. It's exhausting trying to wear a mask and fit in and do all of these things that aren't you and are outside of you. So find a group part of yourself. Exactly. Be inspired by Lisa that if you don't find it, that it's possible to create it. Create it. To have a good vision of what it is you're looking for and create it and build it for yourself. That's demonstrating some radical self-love. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Build, and, and, and you know, things, another thing I love about us, about how amazing we are, is how like we show up for each other in other ways beyond just meeting up at retreats or whatever. So um, when Naomi, who I continue to call the heart and soul of DC Frogtails, was having a DC Frogtails, like people came out, you know, or, you know, Jill and Alicia did this, uh, Amazing. Amazing. Legacy and estate planning? You two? What? You came out and like just cheer them on because they're incredible and amazing. Thank you again for doing that. Seriously. I mean, we were going to do it even if nobody came but my mama, but... And my mama did come and so did my sister, but but no, it really was... Give it a true plug here? It was amazing to feel, no, 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 but I was just going to say it was amazing to feel held and to feel, and to feel like seen and supported and like the work that, the work that we do is worthy of somebody's time. You know what I mean? Like right now there's, I mean, there are just so many draws. It feels like so many pulls. It feels like people have left their offices and more folks are working remotely. And so people just kind of seem to feel like you just got all the time in the world. Like you're constantly available and constantly, <laughs> like there's just so many pulls oh, on. You're, you're just at home. You can do Yeah, it. you're just at home, right? Like, And also just at home by yourself, right? Like there's nobody else there with you who loves you or who you love, who you might need to care for or care about or, you know, or any no, of that. But Give any attention to. Exactly. Less, less known to yourself. And so just to... I don't know, that time just feels even more valuable and the fact that you all were willing to to spend some of that like scheduled time, right? To I'll be back. talk about yourself. To come and no, the fact that you all were willing to to come in and spend that time with us, um, that meant the world to me. I really, really, really appreciate that. It was important to me. I was trying to be at it 24 hours in advance. <laughs> yeah, I would echo what Jill said and to just like amplify the fact that it was not even like oh well it's nighttime so I'm just chilling and wasn't doing anything like it's in the middle of the day because it's a work day so you stopped what you were doing to come and do that stopped your own work and the things that you had to do and so in the the way that it shows up in kind of the technology part of it Jill could see those and I couldn't see them but she was saying them and so I'm like our friends are here they came to see us. That's so cool. And so just to even like not even see it, but to know it, I could feel the energy just with that alone. Alicia, I, and I'm going to just, just tweak your comment a little. You said that our friends, we stopped what we were doing. We stopped our work. No, we scheduled it. Mm. We scheduled it. Okay, so I, I didn't get a chance to share this because we're just now talking about it. All I saw was 12.30. Forgetting that was your time. That's all the Pacific time. I was, well, not rushing, I was rushing home from taking mom to Lowe's. I'm like, I got something to do at 12.30. I'm rushing home. I'm looking for the link. Look, anyway, so when I find, I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't miss it because <laughs> it was like 12.40. And so, yeah, it was scheduled. Oh, Nick. So it's not like we stopped. Yeah. Anything. This was part yeah. of that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to echo Nikki, I think the, the thing that I love about this group is we legitimately make time for one another. Um, all of us wear different hats, you know, um, and we are different things to different people. 
But when it comes to one another, we will genuinely make the time to support one another, to be there for one another, um, for all the little things. Like even my multiple emergency room scares and the little ones swallowing the mirror. Like, you know, y'all didn't have to take the time to listen. You didn't have to take the time to text me. You didn't, you know, you didn't have to do those things. But no one that- We had to call you. Yeah, no, I think that, I mean, it requires a call. What kind of ain't shit ass friend? (laughs) (laughs) Your baby just swallowed a whole mirror. (laughs) Nobody is calling? Uh Uh-uh. Y'all can keep that friendship. That was our day. We had it mean a lot. Like, how's the baby doing? Like, like all day, every pillow is like, Quinor. <laughs> um, could you please check back in? Yes. Like, well, yeah, we're like, Quinor, like, we, it's like, are we about to caravan to Kansas City? Like, what, <laughs> what's happening? And what, I, was behind, I was behind on the polos, and then I saw a photo of an x-ray in this little circle, and I was just like, what is that? What has happened? And that's when I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. And had to sift through to see. It's like, oh, the baby done ate a mirror, Lord. The baby done ate a mirror. <laughs> but I really, I really do. I really, really appreciate Because I know for me, and I think someone had mentioned this before, like you are usually the backbone. People, you're the one that people usually come to, you know, for, you know, to lean on for support, you know, for that sort of thing. So it feels really good to be in community with people where we're, we're leaning on one another and we're genuine with our concern for everyone's well-being, especially now where it's just like people are checking the box on checking on Black people. And I don't want to be... I don't want to be a check the box. I want you to genuinely not a check the box me. Negro. You're not a check the box Negro. That's not the. I'm not, I'm not that. You don't want your friends to like check the box and say, "I want to see how she's doing." I haven't seen her since third grade, but I'm curious now. Right. How she is. Third grade. <laughs> you see, they come from like seventh grade to say hi. <laughs> when they don't remember that they were your bully in seventh grade, why are you still? Why do you even know my Facebook is a tragedy because they be like coming from from everywhere and then Facebook don't care about your privacy at all. So you send the poke and they tell everybody, oh, guess what? Aisha sent a poke. <laughs> everybody see how she's doing. Check on her. Check on her. She poked. <laughs> you can uh, this will be the check on your Negro friend bingo day. This is like a free <laughs> right here. Check, check. That doesn't count for the challenge, by the way. It doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even try it. I found that. That that makes me think about, like, we we care about each other. We care about each other. Um, We care about each other's sewing and each other's life. But we care about each other's health. Like, we're in the middle of our second fitness challenge which i won the last one just for the record shut up nobody cares i mean you win a lot of other contests and prizes and stuff but you just didn't happen to win that one which i understand why you have you be salty about it because you aren't good at winning other things look at this big talk you see this big talk you have to take her down now that's okay. all right. I'm just now look at the I'm... mouth on Wolf Fork. Wow. That's, that's all right. That's all right. Oh, and this, there's a receipt. Is, like, I got a receipt. Like, I'm checking my boxes. So don't you worry. Now we've gone into the second phase of the podcast. <laughs> People have stopped listening now. They're just like, uh uh-uh, something's what is wrong with them. Here? Like, you know these people, and they ain't gonna let me come to their party. Fuck these people. I'm not listening. That's what they <laughs> Black women's stitches about fuck these people. Isn't that what they said? It's it's yeah. a mantra that works in, in many settings. Oh, I also wanted to say that I, it was really great that Shawnee, when I got when you came through for, I think, was this Christmas break last year? Shawnee, do you remember when you came through for, you were going to ask yes, your right. husband and your boys, and they came by just for a visit after being traumatized in Monticello? And, um, <laughs> Don't I, go to Monticello. I, 
I, I'm pretty sure I told you that before you decided to go. I was just... Drop it, Lisa. Drop it. Did you tell me that? I don't, okay, maybe, I don't remember that, but it, it was worse than I ever thought possible. Uh, off topic. But, but yeah, if you don't want to see a celebration of slavery, do not go to Monticello. Okay, sorry. But you're going to meet them in person, and they were adorable. <laughs> um, thank you. They still talk about seeing your boys. And uh, just the other day, my son, my six-year-old was like, Riley, and I was like, who's Riley? You don't have a Riley at your school? And he was like, Riley, Lisa's son. So, <laughs> so he, they made an impact. It but was, yes, that was wonderful to so be able cute. to stop by and see you and uh, kind of reconnect after nine months. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I just got the flag that we have been at about two hours of the podcast. And since we know I'm terrible at editing, it's just going to be a long podcast episode. That's okay. Um, long polo alert. Long polo alert long at the end of it. Long polo alert. <laughs> we stay doing that. <laughs> well, I'm going to, is any, anyone have any last thing they want to say? Because I'm going to go ahead and just stop recording. And if people still want to hang on so we could chat about other things, that's awesome, of course. Anything else anybody want to add? Any advice? If you happen to still be listening after two hours of us talking, um, <laughs> congratulations. Um, you've made it to the end. There is um, no no particular prize, but the fact that this is over. But um, <laughs> anything else? We also sew really great things. Like we learned how to, like Dewan taught us how to make bras doing um, the Thursday bra sew. And I was pretty much drinking a lot. So I actually, I told you bra making was easy because I really was enjoying some cocktails the entire time. And I got some gorgeous bras now. So yeah. <laughs> anything else any last minute advice or tips or last words i think the last word would be about like if you are a black woman and you have not found a community of black women you need to do that run change your life um because you have changed my life and without this group i don't know where i would be i certainly would not be in virginia right now um living my best life so I would definitely say that all the best communities I've been in and it's not only this one have been with other black women you don't know what you're missing until you actually experience it because before I thought oh you know I guess it's okay that I don't have a group of I mean it's fine it you're lying to yourself it's not fine find some good humans like the women that I found. Oh, I I want to add one thing. I'm sorry you said the last comment. It's not the last comment. I don't I don't necessarily want to be the last comment, but I think related to that is that it's um, and I'm speaking mostly from the retreat because I haven't been most active on the on the communication on the polos and on uh, other ways. But I think that it's both the ability to talk about the things that are. Uh, happening that are related to racism in our everyday lives that are not so um, that seem it's like am I crazy did that just happen is that shouldn't it seems like that shouldn't happen but maybe it's just me let me talk to someone else and check in on this it's it's that and then it's also all of the um, joyful and wonderful things about being a black woman together at the same time that make um the space so important and so um, unusual. And thinking back to what Lisa and your gifts, I think part of the, what makes the gifts so special is that we know not that what everything we are as Black women, there's nothing beyond that, but there's nothing that we don't have our own individual, you know, uh, characteristics, but there's something about knowing that you have us in mind, I think when you select those gifts for us, you don't have this white woman crafter in mind. You have us in mind that makes it um, so, I don't know. It just makes it that much more meaningful. Well, I thank you. And I thank all of you. Thank you all for being here, for taking your time out to make time and space for this. 
And I thank you for taking time and space for listening to this episode of the Stitch Please podcast. This is the second half of a two-part episode called Sis, I See You, and it's about the sewing community of Black Women Stitch. I'd like to thank uh, Ponora, Tony, Deborah, Aisha, Dewan, Jill, Alicia, Katrina, Nikki, Naomi, Shawnee, Shauna, Sherry, Sierra, Sansere, and Candy. Um, and thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. And if you're new, please share, rate, and review. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Stitch Please podcast, the official podcast of Black Women's Stitch, the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. There are a variety of ways that you can support the program, and you're doing it right now. By listening, to the pro- by listening to the podcast, it does help us grow. Another way to do that is to rate the podcast, review it, subscribe to it. All of these things are ways that you can support the podcast without having to spend any money at all. If you would like to spend some money to support us, there are ways to do that as well. You can make direct donations to our Patreon site for monthly contributions, as well as one-time contributions to PayPal, Cash App, or Venmo. And finally, we have another cute, very adorable way for you to support the Black Women's Stitch Project. It's a pin, a P-I-N enamel lapel pin that's very cute. It's about two inches wide and one and a half inch tall, and it's of the Black Women's Stitch logo. And that is $15 with free shipping to the U.S. And so if you drop $15 in the uh, PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App accounts, and then send me your email, no, not email, you send me your mailing address to my email, either at blackwomenstitch at gmail.com, or you send me a direct message on the Black Women's Stitch Instagram page, we will put the pin in the mail to you. Um, Again, free shipping, $15 for the pin, and all of this goes to support the Black Women's Stitch Project. Thank you again for joining us this week. Come back next week and we will help you get your stitch together.